2: And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
3: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
2: Here we go. It's hour three of the G-Mag Nation. It started early this morning. Well, the Cowboys are just focused on signing their own guys for the most part, despite opening up cap space. Nothing big is coming, said the beat writers. And as free agent negotiations got underway officially this morning, there was a big collective wah, wah, wah out of Cowboys Nation. I guess uh, the last 10 minutes is breaking. Jocena Anderson, Dante Fowler Jr. and the Cowboys approaching some sort of an agreement to continue their relationship. So it's not going to be fruitless. The fruits just won't be as as, as big and as, as uh, uh, impactful as you had hoped for. So the question is out there. Truckrec.com fantex is open. 877-881-1053. Can you still summon the confidence to believe? How close are you to full-on apathy? Full-on apathy is a zero. Cowboys Crunch First Confidence is a 10. Where are you? As uh, lots of deals are popping off, we want to hear from the GBAC Nationals. What would you say to Jerry if you could right now, Brian? How confident are you?
1: Oh, I think he really would like to get the Odell Beckham thing done. I don't know if anybody in the organization is dancing with him on that. But he how is confident
2: if, would that make you?
1: Um, you know what? It 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 wouldn't make me overly confident. But the problem I run into is the minute I tell you I'm not overly confident, I'll tell you I'm over, I'm not overly confident in what's going on at wide receiver in this draft. Yeah. So that's my problem. You know, I'm trying to think of other avenues. That's why I was talking about the guy down in with the Texans mm-hmm. or, you know, in Arizona. I,
2: you need I, another playmaker. I need that's another playmaker. Your
1: confidence. And I, I, was Ode- I was okay with Odell maybe coming in last year and kind of seeing where we're at. I don't know if I'm as confident in that right now. All righty. So that's where I'm at with that whole
2: thing. At 877 881 1053.
3: Can you summon that confidence, Wolchuck? I know you're trying to get back on that train. Look, I can summon confidence based on the landscape of the conference in which you play in. Uh, because I don't think that the the conference is getting weaker, right? Like if Aaron Rodgers, be, and that's that becomes official with the Jets, which was reported when we kicked off the show, but things are still kind of, eh, is it official, is it not official? Uh, but if he ends up leaving the conference, then you're looking at okay. I mean, again, there, there's another team now, unless all of a sudden Jordan Love ends up being amazing, that you're probably not having to contend with. Yeah. So I think you have a a great opportunity here if you wanted to be aggressive to go get it. But I no, they don't do that. They don't operate this way.
2: Unfortunately, it doesn't take great quarterbacks to beat you in the playoffs, whether it's Jared Goff or Jimmy Garoppolo That's or, been true. or Brock Purdy. 254 with a sad text says, being a boys fan is like being a kid with a deadbeat dad. You get excited when he's supposed to come get you, but he never shows up. Oh, that hurts he's apathetic. Dawson, I'm confident we will win the east just because the Eagles defense is depleted. I'm confident in that. I am. I think I'm one of the few guys at the station picking the Cowboys to win this division. But winning the division isn't nearly good enough. You need to believe that it's possible. And more so than ever, my confidence is depleted. Uh okay, could we get Hopkins? Like Hopkins would change it, you know, but in order to do that, the organization has to shift mentally into being a little bit more aggressive version of of what we've seen so far. So the truckwreck.com fan text is open. I, I do want to believe, you know, I, I used to do this fun bit called Cowboy Gavin, where I'd talk about getting up on my trusty steed and, and riding through the the dang village, rousting everybody out of bed like um a damn patriot, you know, uh uh you know, Paul Revere or something. Yeah. Trying to alert people. Listen, this is real. This this is not the old cowboys, but You know, we've seen it under Tony Romo, and we've seen it under Dak Prescott. Now, this organization gets complacent. They get stale. I think Jerry and Steven are building a team just to make the playoffs, and that's an approach that worked great from, like, 2005 to 2012. There was a very interesting era where teams hadn't quite figured out how to ride the wave of the salary cap, and if you could just get into the playoffs, you had about as good of a chance as others. But now teams are more flexible. The trade market has absolutely exploded over the last five years. You used to not be able to trade for Jack Squat in the middle of the season. Now you can. And teams with weaknesses are able to address them in very impactful ways. How about Von Miller and Odell Beckham Jr. on a contender right now? The Cowboys don't do anything like that. Not in free agency when they have a chance and then not in the second chance when it comes to the trade deadline. So, like, the real contenders are adding two to four legit pieces in their go-for-it years while the Cowboys are, are are sitting here and subjecting you to Groundhog's Day hell as a Cowboy fan. And I'm done. And uh, I'm uh, I'm done believing. I think I, I relate a lot to Mike Bassick, who's like, yeah, I want to see him win. And if they do win, it's going to be amazing but I I don't expect it and I can no longer get disappointed because I've accepted what the Joneses have, have decided to to make us every off season.
0: Yeah. I, I I want to push back on you, but it is, it is difficult to do. It is difficult to do. Now I'm not even as confident as you are that they'll go out there and, and win the division. I still think the Eagles and and they're getting uh, Jason Kelsey, their center back. He announced today. So I think their offense is still going to be one of the best in the sport. And then, They'll probably figure out some things defensively, but, yeah, but
2: chief, the Cowboys are going to have good offense and good defense. The eagle, how are the Eagles going to have good defense? That's uh, hoping right now, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is. It is hoping a little bit, but I just, I don't know. I guess I just trust Howie Roseman to if if they need to make a, if they need to trade for a player or whatever it may be. Like he will, he is in a different mindset of adding talent than what the Cowboys are in. The Cowboys are going to depend a ton on a draft class. I mean, that's what they're going to do. They're going to. They're going to bring back a Fowler. Hopefully they bring back a Donovan Wilson or a Vander Esch, but maybe they don't. And then, okay, how are we going to get better? We're going to depend on a home run draft, which is impossible. And not only that, but a home run draft that that is impacting my team in year one. It's not, hey, when I look back in four years, I see, hey, the, the, all these guys turned out pretty good. It's in year one, I need like four or five guys to be legit contributors to my team right now. And that's way too much to ask of an entire rookie class.
3: Yeah, they do a good job with drafting. I mean, like their first round picks, they usually hit at a very, very high rate. Like outside of Taco Charlton, they do an excellent job and they find a Deron Bland who will come in and contribute. But other than Jalen Tolbert, it was pretty
1: successful. Right? Yeah, it was right. That's the point, though. And yeah. what did it result and in? I think they, I think what their their attitude is: they still believe in Jalen Tolbert. That's the thing I think. When you start to talk about wide receivers and going and get guys and all that, they're they're thinking like, well, you know, Gallup. Will, you know, we get Gallup past this injury thing he was That's dealing sinful with. Sinful
2: to still
0: believe in Tolbert.
1: Yeah, but that's but that that's that's what they do. You're right. That's what I mean, you that, that's, that's what you have to do I mean, when it, the only way you if you're, if you're sitting improve in that your
0: team is in the draft.
1: Yeah, if you're sitting in that chair, and I understand what you're saying, but if you're sitting in that chair, you're thinking like, man, we did a lot of work on this guy. We did a lot of work on this guy. Did it work out? You know, for for us this year, no. But I don't think they've given up on him, and yeah. I think that's where they you know when we want them to go do and go do and go do, you know. That's where they're sitting there like, wait a minute, we still got this guy we picked in the third round. And I go, it sounds criminal. It really, really does. But to them, it's like, no, we, you know, there was people that were very critical of CeeDee Lamb. Sure. You remember? I mean, yeah. we we were all kind of like, Man, is this guy really Guys one? can change
2: their trajectory. Right,
1: But that and that's. I'm just trying to say... You can't my,
2: bank on it, though. No, you can't. You, you can't, can't plan they, for him they, to be they, good.
1: No, no, they bank on their draft being really good. Yeah. They, they, the way they operate, they really bank on their well, draft being good. And shout out to
3: Will McClay and the scouts, because usually they do do a good job, but I think it has been proven in their lack of championship success, right? Yeah. You, that's not the only way well, to go about it, and that's why that they are being held back from succeeding and going further in the postseason.
1: They will argue, though, that...
3: They'll argue
1: that they made a step from being in the wild card game to being in the divisional game. They'll make that as an argument. Well, there's progress, okay. You know that that's that's. I mean, if you if you were to sit down and have a beer with those guys, Will McClay or Jerry, whoever, they would say, yeah, but you know, you say we we they won 25 games in two years,
0: impressive. And the yeah. Niners have done a lot of winning too, and they just paid a bunch of money for no, one of the best exactly. defensive tackles it's, in the sport, adding to a defensive line that's already one of the best, if not the best, I mean, in the sport. Every time they that's talk what you it, have. That's your competition, no, Christian time,
1: McCaffrey. Come on! I'm just telling you, every time that they have, every time I've ever asked about cap space, I've always heard it's gone. Yeah, no, it's gone, and it's, it's good, good to understand. Go. Don't look that. at, don't look at it. It's not. We don't have cap space. We don't. And that's the thing about it, and that's the way they are. it's their operate. choice. It's their exactly, choice to like that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And as fans, you know, you could be frustrated about it, but that's that's the way that they operate.
2: Well, I, I, it's become so obvious. I'm going to continue to hope that every offseason is another chance for them to change. At one point, they were freewheeling and dealing out there, and, and they
1: switched conservative. We were awful drafting. in yeah. like in the early 2000s, we were so bad at drafting that it, Jerry had to spend money. Yeah, Because we were so bad at it. Well, they weren't bad
2: at drafting when they added Charles Haley and then Deion Sanders. They had drafted pretty dang well.
1: Pre-cap? Am I right about mm-hmm. that, though? Right as
2: the cap was coming into yeah. play. Good point. Good yeah. cap. I, I mean, I'm
1: not trying to... You're caping I'm not...
2: for your guys over there well, Brian.
1: I'm just saying, though, to me that I'm just... And being in that chair, I can understand where they're at. Yeah. I can understand. I didn't have the success that Will McClay had. But I understand why they do what they do and I, I mean i i trust me i'm i want him to go get
3: deandre hopkins i really do but i i know how they operate and it's that's no thank goodness for will mcclay i don't think they'd be anywhere near as good uh in terms of having the success and wins that they've had if it weren't for him i think he's saving this thing and keeping it afloat and gavin congratulations sure in the hell, ain't mike mccarthy i no. got a congrats coming what uh, well you called what their first move would be what is it? They've restructured the contract, Michael to Gallup Todd Archer. I did it. Of Michael Gallup, I did it in Crosstalk. seven million dollars in room. That is hilarious. with an eleven million dollar base salary. Mm. Archer says this was always the design of the five-year contract he signed last year. The team Woo. believes Gallup will be much improved. Now, second year removed from ACL Listen to that,
1: Trayvon
2: Diggs. Your contract money is here
1: now, Gavin. Now just know you got your draft paid for.
2: That's right. your draft is paid for. That's Sorry, Trayvon. Yeah. We got to restructure somebody else <laughs> to get you in here. 972, not confident in the Cowboys. They won't do anything with Dak and his horrible contract. Uh, nine for Oak. Cowboys only have good offense half the time. Well, for the balance of the season, statistically, they have a good offense. I hear your point, though. Against good, good defenses, they won't have a good offense.
0: Yeah, yeah, and uh, and now you have the new play caller situation. So who knows? That could be really, really good news. That could be okay news. That could be terrible hey, news. Well, uh, there's it hope needs to be seen.
2: You know, there's there's hope in changing the coaching staff a little bit, the offensive philosophy. What's what's that going to do for Dak? And then there is hope with the draft. Like the the Saints did nail like four all rookie team guys and three of them were pro bowlers. That happened like five or six years ago. Ram and you
1: know, those guys, yeah. Yeah.
2: Sometimes you have a, an amazing draft. And speaking of the draft, it is time for a little bit of mock draft, love it or hate it. Todd McShay here. Dalton Kincaid, tight end Utah's the pick at twenty six in yeah. the mock draft he released over the weekend is he so athletic that he's going to run through people and then around them and then run away from them? Is is he that, that kind of a freak or what kind of a player are we getting here? If they do get Dalton Kincaid, who is the overwhelming favorite here in these mock drafts these days.
1: Yeah. I think that what you're going to get is a guy that can play a lot of different positions. And and I mean that in a way of that you can line him up in a lot of different spots. And then he's able to function that way. I, I, I see this guy is a really – when you start to talk about hands on a, a, a player, like a receiver, a tight end, the balance, the body control, the route runner, the finisher. I mean, there's things – I mean, when the ball is in the air, it's his. That's the one thing when you watch him play – they throw that ball up and he goes and gets. He it. catches everything. He catches everything. So, more of
2: a possession tight end still than a game breaker? I no, th-
3: he's no, a game no, breaker no, no, no. He, he He'll can, break tackles yeah. in the open field. Yeah. And he can stretch the seam. He can run after the catch. And to me, that's why I think Brian and I are open to the idea of tight end and probably why the Cowboys are too. Because you talk about adding weapons. I think it's more likely you're yeah. going to be able to do that at tight end than wide receiver with this draft class and then come in and be an impact player for you. Yeah, I
2: need the best weapon on the board at 26 if, if that's what we're going to do. I can't get too cute with what position it is or yeah. preference because of Ferguson and Hendershot. And then uh, you have the athletic uh, most recent here, uh, Deontay Banks, cornerback Maryland.
1: Yeah, you know, he's a really, really good player. I mean, he is a hard guy to get away from. There are things about him, though, you're going to have to dig in on. I mean, uh, when you start to – it's nothing terminal when it's like or off the field stuff like That's that. good. But there's things that you're going to have to dig in on him with
3: him.
2: All righty. It's time now for Wolchuk's top 10 at 420. Where are we heading with that, sir?
3: I want to start off by asking the question, what the bleep happened to this guy? And then the top 10 boxing movies of all time as we had the Oscars last night. Michael B. Jordan, the star of Creed, was in attendance, and he had himself a shining moment. What is your favorite boxing movie? We'll do that next on the fan.
4: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone
3: 15s. you better over
1: here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four
2: lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Welcome back, Nation. Segment's brought to you by Soda. It's state-of-the-art. Here's the Woolchuck.
3: Wooly bullying is top ten. Thank you very much. We will be getting into the top ten boxing movies of all time as we begin Brian's favorite segment of the day. Let's get this right. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready for it. let This is you the difference
1: between winning and losing You don't right interrupt
3: here. and just ruin the segment. You know, maybe you should just pipe down over there. Okay. The ratings will jump back up to number one. Learn your place over there, Krusty. Would you ever wear any pants that have like no. shamrocks on them and stuff
1: like that, like slacks? Absolutely. Would you like crazy? You guys into like wearing crazy pants? Okay, shut like up, Brian. Point. No, I'm just asking. Crazy pants.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I love crazy pants. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I'd wear some crazy pants. Why? The crazier the pants, the better. No, I, Actually... I get these.
1: I get these emails because you order clothes and stuff. Yeah. And I, so I get these emails where you can get like these crazy like Kentucky Derby pants. <laughs> You know, with horses. The checkered ones. Yeah, yeah. Like 1970s. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Style. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, it's, like it's like the Union Jack. It's like, you know, the British flag. I'd wear I would wear those.
0: I'd wear them. With your pink uh, Chuck Taylors, your pink
1: Converse. Yeah. I mean, I'd rep them. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Back you to subscribe you. to crazypants.com? It's something like crazypants.com. Yeah. yeah. But like yeah. Like that sweater site. But Gavin, you'd never do that, would you? You never wear those. You, you're like kind of the anything that draws Gata attention looks, to him. I think he'd, he'd probably. Yeah, it looks like anti. the uh, the the EPL league soccer match uh, ma- uh, manager. Yeah, it just I, is like I the probably wouldn't, but I,
2: I wouldn't be against it. You know, on a bed or a hey, this is a nice pair of checkered pants. Hell yeah, you know, I I think I'd be okay with I think it'd it. It'd be fun. Those basketball hons. Those
1: those coaches back in the '70s when they used to wear those really crazy yeah slacks and the big old collars on the shirts and stuff.
3: That yeah, was awesome. I like them. Uh, a lot of the Tolos and those that are texting in 877-881-1053, and let me know your favorite boxing movie. We'll get there in just a second. But they're they're complaining about the Cowboys, and rightly so. Mm. And I saw this floating around social media via Twitter, and it made <laughs> me wonder the same thing. Where the bleep is this guy gone? You guys remember this version of uh, Jerry Jones?
5: I just want to say this. There is no substitute for winning. I know that's a cliche, but we must win. We will win. Win is the name
2: of the game. Who was that after, wow, it was after somebody got fired? He had such great young man energy in there. Yeah, there's so many things you could sp- uh, speak on from where Jerry Jones has gone from that moment. But what he's telling you right now is winning is the name of making money in the NFL game. Winning is the name of that game. That was an NFL where your success was very specifically correlated to how much money you were going to make. He built a system that doesn't require you to win to make money, Wolchuk. Well, that yeah. was an eager guy to win because it was the name That's of the great. game at and the time.
3: Congratulations for building that system. We yeah. need to get back to win is the name of the game. There is no substitute for winning. Yeah, Win. Go out there. Be aggressive. Make some damn moves. The conference is yours for the taking. The division is yours for the taking. You got a quarterback you say you believe in. Then you say, oh, we're paying him, so we can't add talent around him. The Chiefs have a $49 million cap hit for Patrick Mahomes. Did they not sign an offensive tackle today for $40 million? They did. They did.
0: I think it was $60 million guaranteed.
3: Boom, there you go. So, Are they using that as an excuse? No, you're the only team in the NFL that's hiding behind this invisible wall. Go out there and make some damn moves to win again. Because it's been 27 years, and the fan base is starting to get really damn sick and tired of it. And I can't defend you anymore.
2: No, it's indefensible what they've done to this organization. When he started out building the salary cap, he thought, well, yeah, everybody will pay the same. That way I don't overpay. I'll protect myself from myself, and players are still going to come here. And players didn't come here anymore, so they stopped winning. He had to figure out the new game. Now he's mastered this game. Took him a while stumbling around, looking for the ideal way to engineer things, to maximize revenue. Back then, he needed Super Bowls to maximize revenue. No longer needs to.
3: got to have three generations of Cowboy fans. Yep. not seen a Super Bowl. Wow, I'm, I'm getting that old. I mean, it's bad. It's bad. The 1-1 right before I
1: won mine. That was a long time ago. It's embarrassing.
3: It's yeah. horrible. All right. Uh, we're not going to have time probably to... Well, you know what? We will. We will. I'm going to sneak this in here. This is a fun story. QB sneak. The tush push. So, I've got some audio that I want to play. It's from 2020, uh, and it fits this. But we've got a guy in Chicago that is suing Buffalo Wild Wings. For what? For basically false advertising. He, oh, that it doesn't.
1: That it doesn't fall into
3: overtime. Like they. No, can't, they that you, can't you, fix you, games. It's boneless wings. Oh, because he's saying boneless wings are not wings. That's a fact. It's also true.
2: It he, has been very annoying over the years. Yep, he said, it's "Look, like he's going
3: to win." You guys are engaging in false advertising. You're marketing boneless wings as wings, as opposed to slices of chicken breast meat that are fried like wings, and this has cost me money. And you've been falsely doing this since 2003. It's false and deceptive conduct. Now, I don't know if he's going to win this, but this takes us back to some glorious audio that we played on the nosebleed seats. This is Andrew Christensen, who went to Lincoln City Council. Speaking from his heart. And he gave this tremendous speech.
4: We have been casually ignoring a problem that has gotten so out of control that our children are throwing around names and words without even understanding their true meaning. treating things as, as though they're normal. I go into nice family restaurants and I see people throwing this name around and pretending as though everything is just fine. I'm talking about boneless chicken wings. <laughs> I propose that we, as a city remove the, excuse me, I'm trying to yeah, <laughs> have some
0: respect. Come on.
4: I propose that we as a city remove the name boneless wings from our menus and from our hearts. These are our reasons why. Number one, Nothing about boneless chicken wings actually come from the wing of a chicken. We would be disgusted if a butcher was mislabeling their cuts of meats, but then we go around pretending as though the breast of the chicken is its wing. <laughs> number two, boneless chicken wings are just chicken tenders, which are already boneless. I don't go to order boneless tacos. I don't go and order boneless club sandwiches. I don't ask for boneless auto repair. It's just what's expected. And then number three, we need to raise our children better. Our children are raised being afraid of having bones attached to their meat. That's where meat comes from. It grows on bones. <laughs> we need to teach them that the wing of a chicken is from a chicken and it's delicious. It's delicious. <laughs> I propose that we rename boneless wings in the city of Lincoln. We can call them Buffalo style chicken tenders. We can call them wet tenders. We can call them saucy nugs or trash. We can take these steps to show the country that where we stand and that we understand that we've been living a lie for far too long. And we know it because we feel it in our bones. I love it. All, All, set. Right there. All set.
3: Beautiful. Well done, Andrew. Speaking for the true wing lovers out there.
4: It's very annoying, too,
2: because the meat on a wing is very good. Mm-hmm. You know, very, very good. And when you get a boneless wing at the very beginning, you're thinking maybe I'm getting that same kind of meat. You're not. You're getting bad chicken nugget meat. What you're getting?
3: Yeah. I thought that was fantastic. I don't think this guy's going to win his B-dubs lawsuit. I hope he does. But he's doing it for everyone out there that's anti- Chicken nugget. He's got a student section cheering him on here in the G Bag Nation, man.
2: Sure does. I'm awesome. inspired. I think I'm going to do some real boneless wings, Wolchuk. What would you think about that? You get a bowl of real boneless wings. I make regular wings. I take all the meat off them.
3: You debone them you that in a bowl. Bad boy. Ooh, that might be yeah. delicious. I think
0: so, dude. But meat, all meat is better off the bone. Like, 100%. like it's just, it's just a yeah. fact of the matter. It's got with flavor you. on that. Bone. It does yeah. it seeps oh into it. Same, yeah,
3: all meat, like yeah. the the bone in ribeye. Bro. More flavor.
0: Or like a good pork chop. Like you're you're eating through the
3: meat to get to that final inch before the bone where all the flavor resides. Mike. All right, let, let me slide into the top ten here, real quick. Nope should a, Should a
1: bet payoff be that we have to go down? One of us has to go down to the city council and give a speech.
3: Oh, <laughs> that that's a, a good payoff. one, Brian. Yeah. Gosh, she finally said something good. Today. You better bring the thunder too. I mean, that's. <laughs> it seems like
1: we get some great audio Dude, from that, these no, things. That that, be, that's a good one, Brian.
0: Yeah, that would be really, really fun. That would be really, really fun. And I, and honestly, <laughs> I want Broadus to do that, and he doesn't even have to say a word. He just yeah. has to get up there and do the right. Foot Left Stomp Dance.
3: <laughs> all right. Favorite boxing movie of all so time. Bad right now. L.A., where are we going? <laughs> yeah, uh, Raging Bull. I there like Raging go. Bull. There you go.
1: When We Were Kings. Yeah. Muhammad Ali, 1996. Yeah, yeah, the rumble in the jungle. Yeah. Uh, and then my favorite, one of my favorite movies of all time. It's up there.
5: The Great White Hype. The Great White Hypersoul, The so damn hilarious okay. to me, bro. I'm going to add that to that list. Watch it. you talk talking about the boxing game. That's the boxing L吉 game right there. Yeah. Right.
3: So you named a couple uh, there. Now we got on the honorable mention, Southpaw with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes, dude. Solid he movie. looked
0: amazing in that movie. He, he,
3: he got And isn't
0: he about to be? Wasn't he flexing at UFC the other day? He's doing an
3: MMA movie now, too. I don't know when it comes out. A Girl Fight with Michelle Rodriguez is an honorable mention. I never saw that. Oh, Fast, uh,
0: fast uh, and Furious, yes. Michelle Rodriguez, Yes, she's the star right? of those. That's Vin
3: Diesel's girl. Yep, uh, When We Were Kings is one of the honorable mentions. You just missed out on the top ten, uh, and then Ring of Fire, the Emil Griffith story, which is wow. also a documentary. And These so are honorable mentions.
2: Those are, that's an honorable mention. Yeah, because of course, Rocky Four is the greatest.
3: Uh, so they ju- they didn't Rocky Four is. I mean Rocky Four is probably my favorite of the Rocky. And you see movies, what I I'm was complaining you. about. Uh, the this one with list. Mr. T.
5: Yeah. Do it a real man. Yes, that was a good one too. As long I as we all decide
2: at- if it, it, two, three, and four are all.
3: Yeah. Uh, all I mean you yeah. could probably have just had all the Rockies on here. Yeah. Except I five. I didn't want to do that, so I tried to find something that was a little different. Yeah, all right. Number ten five. number ten is the fighter. Yeah, five is the worst.
5: Ooh, of all. somebody says snatch. Yes, bro. Yes. Yes, bro. Yes. 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 Snatch is good, I feel seen right now. Snatch
3: is
0: really good. Dude, Brad Pitt can throw a right hook. Oh, we're talking about the movie? Yeah. Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Boxing. (laughs) Number 10, we got The Fighter. Yeah. What movie were we talking about there? Number nine, we got The Hurricane. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good movie. Oh, that's terrific, yeah. Yep. Number eight, this one came out recently on HBO Max. It's The Survivor with Ben Foster. It's about a guy who has to fight his way through the concentration camps Ugh. in World War II. It's pretty effed up. Wow. Number seven is Rocky II. All right. Number six, we got Creed. Okay. Yeah. Number five is Ali. Yeah. Ali. Boom, bye, yay. Very good oh, movie.
0: Did any of you guys see the movie Fighting with Channing Tatum? I sure did. Dude, I haven't seen it in a long time, but that movie was sweet. I also really like Never Back Down. Never Back Down was awesome.
3: Not bad at all. That, no, was, uh,
0: that was the unveiling of Amber Heard to the world. Sure was. Who knew 12 short years later yeah. she was going to be uh, dropping grumpers on Johnny Depp's bed.
3: Yep. Uh, bleed for this. Miles Teller gets some love from the 817. Top four here. We got Cinderella Man at four. <laughs> she
1: said, why'd you pull in the bed?
3: <laughs> that was Why? Great. That's awesome.
5: Why? <laughs> 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 number
3: three is Million Dollar Baby. Oh Yeah. Uh, number two, we've got Raging Bull. Yeah, there you go. So Iconic. good, man. Did you already Violent, man. Cinderella Joe Pesci's man? in it, bro. Yeah, Cinderella Man was number four. Four. Number nice. four. Cinderella Man is good. Yeah, Joe Pesci is. Number one, though, best boxing movie of all time, the original, the GOAT, Rocky. Just Rocky. Okay. Do you think this uh, big George Foreman from our guy Chris Davis
2: who made it the Super Bowl is going to be join this list at some point? I hope Ooh. so. The trailer
3: looked really good. I saw it before Creed Three. First time I'd seen the trailer. It's pretty incredible, and you can see the physical transformations he was talking to us about. Yeah. Like he was they a great guest. Yeah, That's he commitment. was fantastic, and he really is. like You saw he put on a ton of weight for the older George, and I'm stoked to see that movie. Thank you, Walt Chuck. Top 10 every afternoon, 420. Cowboys Twitter, what
2: the top insiders are saying about the Cowboys' approach is next here in the G Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Then we'll get to all the NFL news coming up at 5. Thank you, Lucius. Legal tampering in the NFL opened this morning at 10 a.m. We do have some Cowboy rumblings and an addition right here of Cowboys Twitter. Top tweets going viral. If you want to sound off like you got a pair about this team, 6 o'clock is your chance. For the first time since the end of the playoff season, the six o'clock sound off is coming to you and your phone or your earballs coming up at uh, at six o'clock. Okay, the only great news I think so far on Cowboys Twitter is there is not a single hot dang sign that they're bringing back Dalton Schultz. We can celebrate it, guys. The reign of Dalton is over. Yeah. One of the most overpaid possession catcher tight ends in the history of football, who is massively overpaid last year, eleven million bucks to be Dak Prescott's safety blanket, is no longer going to be stealing money and uh, avoiding big get plays for this guy! football team thank thankfully we can move on and try to get somebody who's actually athletic maybe fast strong or have a little wiggle either one of those three things or an above average blocker
1: did you intend to do this or, uh, or, did, yeah. or did your mind just change 45 seconds well ago? I,
0: I just had a thought yeah about a minute or so ago
1: you
2: i know, think it's a good thought i <laughs> wanted to open on a
1: positive yeah yeah, yeah you wanted to <laughs> Yeah.
0: That is a pop. What do you think Dalton Schultz would be more remembered for? I, I think
1: right now Dalton <laughs> Schultz is driving around and he is MF and Dalton. <laughs> He's totally my, his man, balls my, off, my of course. man, my man, he is he he does not like any media member. He just yeah. doesn't. I was funny because I was watching Jane Slater do some fine work. I'm sure she had her problems with him. I know I had my problems. Everybody that ever dealt with Dalton Schultz really problems with well, i didn't d- know about that you don't yeah. get
0: drafted to the dallas cowboys and then start bleeping on our uh, our tex-mex and uh yeah. and our street tacos that, that was okay? that was a bit God. of did
5: a you mistake really
1: say that? Yeah,
3: yeah you
0: did that was the collective reaction by the entire metroplex guy didn't even know who davy crockett was yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah man what kind of texan are you field yates tweeting free agency <laughs> has
2: legitimate perils especially in the long term but can provide immediate upside the highest-spending team in the past seven years has spiked in wins. The Jags put up six more wins. The Patriots, three more wins. The Dolphins got five more wins after going on a spending spree in 2020. The Jets, 2019, improved by 3 the bears in 2018 by 7 and the jags by 7 as well in 2017. I don't want them to be the most spending, but there is a pretty strong correlation between dollars spent and wins added.
1: Kind of feel like too. And, and to go along with that, they, the the jags did a really nice job. And he's my friend, and I'll say this, I'll be happy to. Doug Peterson made a huge difference with that team. You know, they were they were kind of riding a bad, you know, bad stretch there. Reminds me mean, very much of our 92 Packer teams of like 3 and 6. And then all of a sudden, put together a bunch of wins in a row. Yeah. And then Tennessee started playing bad. Jacksonville played better, but man, good for them to to, to turn that thing around the way they did. Speaking of the Jags,
0: who
2: has the better season, and who's a real contender, Lions or Jags? Who are you picking?
0: Uh, Jaguars. I trust their quarterback a heck of a lot more. And I, I actually, as much as I love man Campbell, I I trust him. And despite the fact that the NFC North is probably on a decline, yeah. the AFC South is is poochie's.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go with. I'll say. I'll say the Lions. I think the Lions got a really good shot, especially if Aaron Rodgers moves on. I think the Lions got a shot to win the division.
3: Yeah, I, I think the Jags are better, but I think the Lions would be the answer here just because of the conference and division that they play in. Okay, next week. What are we no, doing I, with I, the
0: AFC South no, I, right now? No, 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 no. I just. I think the Detroit, Texans and the Colts I are think, picking in the top five. I think Detroit's right, a better team. I think Detroit's a better team has
1: I I just do okay. No, that, I appreciate that, you put your nuts on no, the line. No, Detroit's I, better. The, cool. you're n- there's no question. I disagree, that they, but
3: cool. The AFC South is bad. No question. Yeah, but then but, once they get into the playoffs, who are they playing? Wait, a bunch what was, of
0: studs. I'm sorry. What was the question then? Who's winning a Super Bowl? Who's
3: a legit contender?
2: Uh, who do you feel better about next year?
0: Who's a legit contender? The,
2: yeah. You know, you, I
3: I think if you yeah. go your first and to one thing and done the, in the division, playoffs, you're not a legit contender. What did you just yeah. do? I, I I just I don't know. I, what I guess caused it, you to stand up out of like, your chair? He doesn't like when people disagree with him. No, that's not true. People disagree with me all the he time. He
0: takes it well. I th- I feel like Chia takes it pretty good.
2: People I don't that. trust no, him. You're in the why. minority
3: there because I've worked with him for seven years and I know he doesn't take it. He well. it. well. He hates it. Well, he does a good job of hiding. I disagree with. He does a good job of hiding
0: it. It's a single. It's just a bad read by you. We disagreed earlier on 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 Cooks and Hopkins. And did I did I lose my mind? about it. I ask the question. I push no, back with my thoughts. Was you should have seen, you seen your face. That's, that's called passion. When he Won't gave jump. that
1: answer you should have seen your face. Like, whoa, 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 what's going on here?
0: No, the worst the worst answer is picking Detroit to be contending in anything. The fact that Let's you're Detroit, gonna put your nuts which on that the line I Detroit at night. And don't get me wrong, I'm still over here caping for Jacksonville, so I, I can understand the flaws <laughs> I mean, in my you're argument. Right. These as well. are both
3: organizations that we probably shouldn't be pining for. Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson.
0: That's all I need to know. You're gonna trust Man Campbell and Jared Goff to get it done? I I, I That's on you, man. The, the, That's on your conscience. If you're gonna <laughs> sleep at night, then so be it, Broadus. I'm I like Dan Campbell. That. Dan okay. Campbell,
1: yeah, I mean off. Crap. I like Doug Peterson more, but I like Dan Campbell too. No,
0: yeah. You, you attached your wagon to Man Campbell and Jared Goff in his tiny hands. Sean Sharif would be proud of you. Speaking of the state of Florida, Miami's
2: <laughs> He's an MVP giving
3: next year. Sorry about that, Sean.
2: Former Jets quarterback Mike White, a two year deal worth up to sixteen million bucks. My
1: guy, Mike White.
2: This is a real report.
3: <laughs> One of the quarterbacks that brought his <laughs> nail. Oh my god, Mike
2: White. What's Cooper Rush going to get?
1: That's what
3: I'm saying. Two and I, 40? I oh, wonder, holy crap,
2: I, I didn't I, think about that.
1: I wonder what, yeah, the Chargers might be. Did the, the Chargers didn't do anything at quarterback yet, did they?
0: That's the Jets' plan B, man. When they swing and miss on Rodgers, they're, they're going to <laughs> sell it with, hey, don't worry, we got it. we got the next best thing.
2: Elsewhere in Cowboys Twitter, Michael Gelkin. Cowboys had some interest in bringing back versatile left guard Connor McGovern, but he is joining the Bills on a three-year contract worth $23 million. Crap. Despite the departure, don't rule out Tyler Smith staying at left tackle in 2023. Ooh. That's exactly what I'm fixing to do, Michael. Ooh. I'm not going to rule it out because I guess Tyron could get hurt in training camp.
1: <laughs> Eric but already predicted it.
2: I think I think going into the the he off did. season, yeah. <laughs> Tyler's your left guard. Tyron's your left tackle. Could Farniak be so good I, that Tyron's kicked to the bench? They don't man, have anybody in house. Man, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Don't I, don't do that. I Tyron I will will put himself on the bench. Yeah. Uh, Jason Kelsey's going back to the Eagles. If hmm. you missed that, he's gonna he's gonna get an escalator. I think June 1st that makes next year's salary $30 dollars. Million, thirty million dollars. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's gonna be fascinating. Todd Archer got the party started this morning, saying the negotiating window opens. The Cowboys have enough cap room to be active and can create more, but don't expect them to be part of the early wave of free agency. They'll focus on their own players like Donovan Wilson, Leighton Van Der Esch, Dante Fowler. We have gotten news already. They're chasing Fowler. Haven't heard anything yet about Wilson and Van though, right, Brian?
1: Have not heard anything about either one of those guys yet.
2: But, but, but
1: they're tied into what we talked about with Bobby Wagner. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, if they, if one, if they lose out on the two, maybe we'll see them go get And they Bobby contacted Wagner, Wagner for real? Yeah.
2: Okay. hopefully. Supposedly. This, is, this is probably one of those, hey, are you still looking for $10 bucks a year? Okay, we can't talk to you. Call us if that changes type of phone calls. But maybe... Because the Jalen Smith dead money is off their books and Leighton Vanderesh is a free agent right now, they could allocate seven to eight and make that realistic. Um, Morning News has a piece they link to. Is Donovan Wilson the most underrated option at safety going into free agency? How good is Donovan Wilson? You know, I always thought he was too much of a risk taker and a, and a boomer bust player, but you guys were talking last week about how his coverage skills have, have increased. Is he like. A legitimate Pro Bowl safety, or
3: uh, is this guy right now that might be overvalued? I think he's got a shot to probably get into the conversation of being a Pro Bowl type of player.
0: Yeah, I mean, every, everybody's a Pro Bowler these days. I think he absolutely is, but he he's a strong safety. He's not a free safety. So how no. much do you value that? But, he but is his a coverage ability is physical
3: has been machine a lot better than I anticipated it would be. Coming out of Texas A&M,
1: if you're a Cowboy fan, you gotta hope that that people are looking at this draft and between round two and five, there's it's it's there's stock with some pretty good players, both strong and free safeties. So maybe some of the guys we saw the Cincinnati uh, Bates get a pretty nice deal from uh, Atlanta. Atlanta, you know, I, I kind of feel like with Wilson though, like to say, you could you could put him down low in the box. I've seen him make range plays. They'll ball go to the outside and him cover a deep half, you know, the, his ability to run. I just love his toughness. Yeah. That's what I think, that, you know, you get a guy like that on your team, it's uh, it's hard to move He's on. He's a from. tone setter. Five yeah. o'clock
2: hour is next. Tons of stuff happening around the NFL, remaking the landscape and the power rankings of this league. Woolchuck will take you through everything in pro football next to the nation.
5: The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Block out another restriction supply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.